This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to Super Mega Cast. This is episode 80. I'm here with uh, my boy Ryan McGee. That's me. I'm Ryan McGee. I'm fat. I'm free, and I'm and I'm ready to record this podcast, Matt. Well, Ryan, you're you're most of those things. You're not fat, though. I would not say you're fat. Not really anymore. anymore I mean, I no. still got I still got that like extra shit here, you know. A little, but but not. But you know, that's not I, like I had. Well, it was described to me at one point in my life of having a Santa Claus stomach, but that <laughs> that doesn't mean I was super fat. That just means my stomach was solid round. Hey, and now I think it's a little more just puffy and jiggly. It could have been like a mall Santa, you know? They're never that fat. It could have just been like like a very average, you know? Yeah. To take it like that, you know? I guess you could say I'm getting in better shape. All the better to look in my underwear for, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, Ryan, with me undies. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? Yes. But that perfect balance is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out MeUndies.com and find the best pair of underwear in the world. Fellas, fellas, you want some you want some nice undies, don't you? You want to impress the ladies with those undies? MeUndies is the most comfortable pair of underwear you will ever own, made from a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton. They're the ultimate feel-good undies for when you want to feel naked, but not be naked. I'm actually naked right now. Oh, wow. Well, you could use some MeUndies. How do these look? Those look fantastic. And comfortable, too. Oh, wow. You know, I was looking through my dresser the other day. I saw a bunch of underwear. I'm like, oh, what do I choose? This one with holes in it, this one with stains in it. And then there's this beautiful pair of MeUndies. And I'm like, which one am I going to go with? Of course, MeUndies. Because over time, they still look good and they're still comfortable. And for the fellas, MeUndies Diamond Seam Pouch cradles your jewels and gives your stuff the support it needs without feeling too tight. And for the ladies, ooh! <laughs> Get a 100% satisfaction guarantee that guarantee you will love your undies or your money back. And right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer. <laughs> uh, what? Just, uh, just for our listeners. You can get 20% off your first pair and free shipping. It's a no-brainer to try. 20% off, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? To get 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee to get the best and softest underwear you will ever own, go to MeUndies.com supermega. So go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega right now. Remember MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. If you need help spelling SuperMega, it's, it's in the description. It's, it's, you can just click the link in the description. Just take off the... You can, you can copy and paste the podcast title and delete everything. After SuperMega. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That works. Yeah. <sighs> but hope everyone is doing uh, excellent whenever you're listening to this. I'm doing pretty good. I just got back from the land of the rising sun, as they call it. I went, give me a high five for that one, yeah. I went right, to uh, to Japan, uh, visited. <laughs> I can't tell if that's racist or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's Probably. like, it's, well, in this state, it's acceptable racism, but in five years, it'll be unacceptable racism. They'll listen back to this podcast and be like, oh my God. Yeah, like, I'm going to be running for president. Someone's going to cut that clip. Oh, I guarantee there's a lot worse on this channel they're going to cut than that clip. Donald Tr- Donald Trump Jr. is going to fuck me over in my 2020 election. When you guys are running against each other? Yeah. It's Donald Trump Jr. versus Ryan <laughs> Yeah, versus Ryan. Man, versus- I, would, I would kill to see that race. You're going to be my vi- you're gonna be my VP, I'd dude. Be, oh, shit. I'm going to be part of that race. I mean, if you want. The, the, the offer is on the table. Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll keep that book open. I'll be thinking about that. I'm sure Philly D is going to get us, you know, give us some trouble. Oh in, yeah, in the primaries. In the primaries, but we're gonna yeah. take him out real oh, quick. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be the number one nom- nominee for the uh, the president, gr- the Green Party, the Green Party. <laughs> I don't know, the party that only gets like three votes. The uh, or, like the two or three party. <laughs> yeah, we'll start our own party, man. But political parties are stupid. Let's just make our own. We don't have to conform to to one that already exists. Can we just name it the terrorist party and see if anyone <laughs> just bats like, an eye? We just named it. That is a joke. <laughs> we're not actually terrorists. We're terrorizing our current law. Because it's going to be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to terrorize America for the better. Absolutely. That's our, that's our catchphrase, <laughs> terrorizing America for the better. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, visiting my lovely, lovely GF, who is the sweetest. Um, 
she uh let me get this out of the way for all you uh all you meme lords out there uh that love to call me Matt Weeaboo Watson. Let me just get ahead of this bullet. Um she's not Japanese. She is Australian. Uh but she's studying abroad in Japan, so I figured, hey, I might as well go visit her. But she does like Japanese culture much she, like you. Yeah, she's yes, she was studying abroad in Japan. She's from Australia, but I had a very wonderful, lovely time. Did lots of fun stuff. Trip I will never forget. Soup oh, I'm getting a phone call. Who's calling me? Who, who's calling Who me? could be calling? It's from Los Angeles. Ryan, I'm going to answer this live on the podcast. Speaker, 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 do it. Hello? Hello? Anybody there? Ah, and they hung up. Okay, cool. Now you're going to get like 10 calls back. They're all going to be little kids going, is this Matt Watson? And I'm going to say, Uh-oh. I shouldn't have answered my phone if I didn't, when I didn't know who it was. I should have just let that number leave a oh, message. Shit, yeah. Well, but because I was scared it was like a doctor's office thing because... My, you know, I've had some issues with my health insurance, so I have Matt, a bunch Matt, of doctors. Matt, Matt, I don't care about how unhealthy or healthy you are, dude. Okay? I'm sorry, man. I want to hear more about your trip in Japan. Okay, dude. Yeah, I, I had I had so much fun. Um, I did all sorts of stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things was I went to this place called Fuji-Q Highland, which is an amusement park right oh, at the yeah. base of Mount Fuji. Uh, and I, it was my first time seeing Mount Fuji, like, up close. And I was, like, blown away because... It's so big. I've, I did not expect it to be like, you know, you see pictures and stuff and it looks big. But then when you see it in real life, you're like, oh, my God, that is a massive mountain. And I've never seen a mountain that big. I was kind of blown away. It's so wide. It just goes on forever. That's one big hill. It's, that's exactly what it was. It was just one big hill. So you went on, do you know, what's the name of the roller coaster that does that steep incline? Oh, man, I don't remember the names. But I, I went on a bunch down. of world record-breaking roller coasters. Yeah. This park just wanted to break a bunch of records. So they had, like, steepest drop, um, highest point, I think fastest. Uh, I don't know what it is in miles per hour. Um, miles per hour from Sonic? Dude, high five on that one. It's a good, good <laughs> Sonic reference. Thanks. I'm loving it, man. Um McDonald's? But in, in kilometers per hour, it went Mc, from zero to McDonald's. 100. What? Mcdonald's. I'm loving it. You said I'm loving it. Nice. Okay, another great reference, man. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Sweet, <laughs> nice. sweet, 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 sweet. Uh, I don't know what it is in miles per hour, but it went from zero to 130 kilometers per hour in Real like quick. two seconds. Like, it. I have Got never been. Matt. What? It went, it went what? Zero to, zero to 130 kilometers Real per quick. Hour. What's that a reference so it's to? It's a song. Go zero to 100 real quick. I don't know that song, Ryan. Go on with your story, man. God, fucking moron. Um, I'm really trying to shoot these references in here. Yeah, Ryan, I get the references. <sighs> Whatever, dude. What are you, family guy over here? Throwing references <laughs> every two seconds? Did you imagine if our podcast was nothing but... It reminded me of that one Uber drive, Matt. And then we'd actually um, construct an audio play-by-play, like put in the car foley. Some and audio gag. Yeah, just every time. That'd be, that'd be miserable. I, I would actually not mind doing that one time. Yeah, like once. That That is not something I can maintain for an entire podcast series. But not now. Not today. Not, not today. in this podcast, baby. But yeah, I've been on roller coasters that, you know, like, you sit still and it launches you really fast. This was like a mm-hmm. whole nother realm. Um, my vision went white when it when it launched because you go so fast. I, I've never been on something that fast. It was insane. And then I went on one where the drop goes straight down and then it goes at like a negative degree because it's so steep. It like I would say it goes about 10 degrees inward. It goes more more than 10 degrees. I think it's like 30 something degrees. Okay. It was insane. And it like holds you at the top right before it drops you. So it just teases you. So, so it's like a combined drop zone roller coaster. Yeah. Which is perfect. It was so much fun. I hate drop zones, but I love roller coasters. So this seems like the perfect median. So do you like drops? I love drops. I love drops too. Drops are my favorite. Now I'm not a huge fan of the mega drop. Because that well, one is just a straight up like yeah like that 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 makes my tummy a little upset. Well, I like drop. I, straight down's fine, but I like roller coasters that actually have the slant. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a straight dip down. Because um, you fi- get something out of the drop. Yeah, I think my favorite type of roller coaster is the kind where your feet are dangling. Oh, I went on one of those and it was like terrifying. A, like Top Gun at and Carowinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. That. Um, this one I went on one where it's like you know your feet were dangling down. But the whole thing was on like your seat was on like a pivot that would just w- was free uh, to the the hands of gravity. So you would just spin three sixty degrees around like with the roller coaster with however the G force was. Wait a second, it was like a teacup ride, but a roller coaster. Kind of, yeah. Like you're you're, <laughs> what? you're you're in a chair and like your feet are hanging, and you can just spin like back and forth and stuff. 
Um, so like if it does a loop, like you're gonna spin around based on like the G force of the ride. And when when you do the first drop, you go backwards, and then as you're doing the first drop, uh, you flip around, so you're facing like straight down, and oh, you just damn. go, oh, it was terrifying, and you're super high up. It was so much fun though. Those rides were. Um, I almost want to say like the safety regulations on those are a little different from America because uh, they just felt almost some of them were like too intense. I've never been on rides that intense. And I was like, I feel like this would not be like they, they would have a lot more precautions in America because before going on them, they had like screens that would say a million warnings. And some of them were like, you may hurt your neck on this ride. You may. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I warning signs. I, I, I was walking by a building and they had this placard and it said, uh, we have to warn you. It was like one of those can- California yeah, cancer yeah. things, except it was talking about just people might smoke around the building, cars are driving past. They're talking about just emissions from cars and stuff. It's like, please don't sue us because you get cancer from car emissions. I don't know what they're, I don't know what No, seriously, like, I, I don't know. There was some some lawsuit, uh, <laughs> Pro- Proposition 60, that is, that's my that's my Tamagotchi beeping in my pocket. Please okay. ignore that. He yeah, might yeah. be dying, but that's okay. Um, I think- Even though you did promise- I, I did. You'd, you'd I promised Julie that you'd keep I promised, it alive. I promised my girlfriend I'd keep it alive. So I, if it's dying, I'm sorry. I uh, Proposition 60. I know that because I've read those signs so much. That just stuck out to they're, me. They're, in every, they're like at every drive-thru. Yeah, and they're that's They're almost like, at every building. Yeah, like every building in California or something. There's going to be every a sign that's like... Every sushi restaurant because <laughs> yeah. the seaweed causes cancer. Everything causes cancer in California. Specifically in California. Which I have no doubt because cancer kills a lot of people. So... Oh, yeah. I mean... I guess everything's giving us cancer. I mean, those signs aren't hurting anyone. If anything, it's just being like, hey, you could get cancer from this. It's not. If anything, it just puts a damper on my day because I'll be trying to enjoy sushi or like I'll be like the McDonald's drive through. And it's like you can get cancer. Could you oh imagine gosh, just like someone whose family member or like friend recently died of cancer and they have to drive by like they're going to the drive through. It's like, oh, I just need something to eat. It's late at night. They're not getting much sleep. They're like they're on oh. the way back from the hospital. Yeah, yeah. They're just oh, I need, I'm going to go through McDonald's. And then they look at a sign. This might give you cancer. <laughs> yeah. They go back to their apartment like complex, go into like the garage. There's a little placard right where they park. Ooh, the garage metal might give you cancer. They go into the elevator. There's a placard in the elevator. The elevator might give you cancer. <laughs> he presses the button. Warning. This elevator has certain chemicals that can cause cancer. Only in the state of California. Only in the state of California. It always says, (laughs) yeah, in the state of California. It's a California thing, because I I don't see these anywhere else in my whole life except California. In fact, I've seen them outside of California on objects. Like, I used to have this paint set when I was a kid, and on the paint tubes it would say, like, known in the state of California to cause cancer. (laughs) It's like when God was making the earth, he was like... You know, molding it. I, I picture God making Earth like a kid playing with, with Play-Doh. Play-Doh. <laughs> um, and he accidentally just spilled a little cancer onto the Play-Doh, but he already molded California. And California already looked so beautiful. It had, like, desert, <laughs> forest, it had everything. He's like, ah, I don't want to restart. I have to go work on Africa now. My my next big project. <laughs> California 2.0. Africa. Yeah. Well, Africa is where we originated, right? Yeah. So... That's where he got his business from. He he started it there, and yeah. then and then he and then he he expanded his market outwards. That's crazy that people just like like we started in one area, and then somehow people just walked to the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean it's like whoa! Now we're now people are over here. I recommend watching Bill Wirt's video, History of the Entire World. I guess um, if you want to learn about the history of the entire world, I guess it's really really good. You've seen that one, right? It's like that 20-minute video. Yes, yes. I, I've only seen it and... once. I've seen the Japan one like twice, though. I think that I've watched History of the Entire World, I guess, like five or six times now. Yeah. It's so entertaining. I love Bill Wirtz. He is probably my favorite creator on YouTube, if okay. I had to say. Yeah. I love his jingles. They make me feel so good. Sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'll put on his music, and I'll feel, I'll feel up. He has some nice jingles to, to work to. He has some stuff. nice songs, man. They make no sense, but they're so good. They're so okay. uplifting. Okay. I love him. I love the man. Come on our podcast, Bill. Oh, I had the weird, I had, this is just like from our live show and every other stand-up comedian for their first set. So I had the weirdest Uber drive the other day. <laughs> By other day, I mean last night, but other day in reference to when this podcast is coming out. Okay. Um, so I order an Uber and I get in. It's this just probably 40 something year old Asian dad type of dude and I'm like he's like Ryan yes okay br-. he's like I don't is it racist if I do his accent 
No. Are you sure? Well, well how? He's like, okay. That's fine. Okay. He's like, Ryan? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, brother. Okay, brother. <laughs> I got you. I'm like, okay. It's like, it was weird. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. He was so like blatant about it. And all of a sudden I was listening to the song and I and I didn't I unfortunately didn't Shazam it or anything. That's the worst, man. But it sounded at first, I just accepted it was like some sort of 50 Cent song because it sounded like a rap song that 50 Cent would do, you know, with those eyes like. It's got those 808s and that type that type of shit. And and it sounded like a 50 Cent thing. But then I couldn't understand anything that the guy was saying. And I'm like, is this English or am I being racist? And I think it turned out to not be English. I want like my theory is that he was listening to some like Asian 50 cent rap type song and every time like he would talk to me he'd always end it with okay brother you got it brother I'm like <laughs> okay dude i got you brother it's like it's like it's almost like we had been stationed together in afghanistan and he had my back 100 <laughs> percent after our lo- after our long tour i think that i you know ryan i think that you give off such a personable vibe yeah he, he saw you and he's like this guy is so fucking cool like well, it's probably because, you know, you're wearing your do-rag and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wearing my do-rag. What's and, up, brother? And my dollar chains and everything. <laughs> I, I, I have chains that have a dollar attached to them. <laughs> Not the dollar sign, no, an no. actual one dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. Like, stapled to the end of the chain. <laughs> just, like, with a little hole puncher. That's, that, I like that, Ryan. You gotta, that's gotta be your look this year. Like, get rid of the hat you're wearing now. Get the do-rag. I love do-rags, man. Like, the little tight ones that just look like panty stockings. Where, where, where they, uh, they tie a little bun up at the top, and then it, like, goes down on the back, like, hair and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's kind of like, uh, a fabric mullet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, that's it's like, it's like is. fabric hair. Yeah. How about, okay. Come on, hear me out, Ryan. Okay, okay. I think we'd really make a name for ourselves if from now on, in our branding, in our channel, in real life, we're always wearing do-rags. Always. <laughs> I think we could pull it off. I think that that would be a good look for us. Well, I was I thinking think... in, like, a ma- like, male videos, I want to start dressing up and shit. Like, <laughs> I want... just wear do-rags in the next one. Not, like, look good, but, like, I was thinking one time we'd, we'd like, slick our hair back. Yeah. And, uh, like, wear, kind of, like, try to look like a review bra Dude, a review little bit. Dude, review bra. Um, and then I was thinking we could, we could just do one one time in nothing but, um, me undies underwear. Absolutely. I would love to do that if, yeah. you, if me undies wants to you know, throw I'd, us a but, few but, extra but, free pairs. But before getting the underwear, I, I'd of course go to meundies.com slash super mega. Oh, absolutely. Um, and like get you, 20% off my first free pair. Yeah, I mean, 20% off of underwear. I mean, 20% off of anything is a big chunk of That's a big chunk of cash. Away. Put that in and, your pocket. Buy and, some penny candy. You know, it's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Or so, your money I mean, back. Yeah, it'll, they'll give you your money back. I mean, my money back if I were to do this. But yeah. So, um. Do rags, man. Yeah. I think. We would look fantastic. MeUndies should do me- do-rags. Oh my god, MeUndies. You listening to us right now? You gotta do the do-rags. You, you have do to a, make those. A super special edition, super mega do-rag. You know that would sell. We'll, Come on, MeUndies. What are you waiting for? Or we'll just have to do it and steal the business, MeUndies. We should start We should start making do-rags. Our do-rag like, business? That should be our next merch. Which yeah. we do, by the way, have more merch uh, on the way. Took a little break after Christmas. But um, soon, coming up in this year, we will have a lot of new merch coming out. A lot of new fun stuff. We have some cool ideas. Uh... 
like like never before. So go ahead and start. Like never before. You've never seen merch like this, folks. This is the greatest merch you've ever seen. It's tremendous. Start going in your parents' purse now. Steal a dollar, two dollars a day. Uh, don't let your parents know, but in, in, in due time, when our merch drops, you will have enough money to buy it. Um, so please, please yeah. do that. That's how we keep the lights on at our uh, apartment. My, so my Tamagotchi. He's, check, he's check dying, on him. Dude. Check on him. My Tamagotchi's. Yeah, oh, what? he's sick. Oh, he's Shit. sick. Do you, do you have to take him to the doctor? I'm giving him medicine right now. Do we need right to take now. a break? No, no, no. We're we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, help! Help! <laughs> I uh I set up VR. Dude, you set up recently. VR? Yeah, I set up VR. I got my I got an Oculus Rift finally. I I only have a desk set up, and my desk setup is super limited, so I can't really move around too much. But I can still walk around and look around and shit. Um. And I have to say, just because it's out there, I had to. I, I had to say, see Ryan. what it was all about. Um, just got you got. Yeah, I mean, you got to You got to just like yeah. you know. You got to see what it's about. Yeah. Know? So there's porn VR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about VR porn. That is going. That's it. Scares me. Not because of the reason that it scared you, because, because you felt woman? like you were a you were a ten inch tall man. But it scared me because of just, this sounds like I'm advertising for VR porn. The quality was ridiculous, as in this per, this, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, she's actually right there in front of me. But uh, the one thing that threw me off was the giant erect penis right in front of my <laughs> face constantly. I mean, she'd, she'd bop it around and play with it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish I just I wish you could get this sensor for the Oculus Rift where it would be a dick like a dildo that you just thump right on the desk. And so you'd see the guy's penis and then you could like bat it around in VR and the girl. But that could, would just be VR you playing with a penis. You, you that should be that should be a penis. VR game. Why haven't why hasn't anyone made that? It would like it, it would be five bucks. And all you do is you sit the thump right there, and you can you can go in different situations. You can buy a harness to attach it to yourself. You and can you go like around. yeah, it suction, so you can stick it on a wall if you yeah. want. And, and like, doom, doom, doom. you can like go around in uh, different environments. You can go around like uh, Times Square or uh, or uh, you scare people with it or Snow White's cabin with the seven dwarves, and just kind of like <laughs> wiggle a di- like a real like VR penis around. You could like go down and grab the penis at all times, and it would move as. I'm getting off subject. That's what they'll advertise it as. It's greatest feature. You can grab the penis at all times. <laughs> Please grab the penis at all times. Dude, no. The the first time I tried, uh, I watched VR porn at uh, at Ross's house because Ross has a, a VR We setup. all just lined up with your helmets on him, Holly, and you. We all tried it. We were like, let's, let's, I mean, Ross had a large collection of VR porn on his computer. So we're like, let's, let's, let's try it out. So I, I was terrified, not because of, of, of. Because when you when you put it on, sometimes it feels like you're ten inches tall and the woman is like a hundred feet tall. Yeah. Um. And I wasn't scared for that reason. I was more scared because I'm terrified of a uh, physical intimate contact with a female human. Oh, of course. Of um. Course. But it, it was it was it was it was pretty. I was like, whoa! This is this this changes the game. This changes everything. This what, changes what, everything. And what I mean by that is, within ten years, this is just going to be the way people watch porn. Yeah. Because v- like VR headsets right now, they're expensive. Um, you have to dip into your 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 checking account a little bit. But a- at some point, when when VR a system is just kind of like uh, everybody, mainstream, yeah, like, mainstream. It's becoming more has- mainstream. It is definitely way more mainstream. But I still think that you know, you, you people have a computer, they have a PS4, they have an Xbox. It's like, uh, is this VR worth the? Because people don't have it registered that a VR is a totally different experience. So they're going, do I want this, do I want to buy this $400 or $300 accessory? But you're paying for the whole fucking deal. It really um, is a different experience. Yeah. I, mean, I love VR. VR is so cool. Damn it. One of my favorite games that I downloaded was is called Gorn. Gorn? It's it's just a gladiator thing where you go and you bash you bash a bunch of muscular dudes like faces in and their torsos with just big it's just a gladiator battle. And you ha- and you have the penis accessory. But it's like super cartoony and I want to play some VR. We should we should do some VR videos on a uh... Whenever I want to abuse Lego, I just play Gorn. And you just go, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. Feels so real. Feels like I'm really beating someone. And I take off my VR headset and I accidentally beat my dog to death. 
For those uh, just wondering, I do not abuse my dog, and if you abuse animals, go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm so I'm so mad. One of the main things I want to do in Tokyo, which I just remembered I didn't do until right now, was there's like a VR arcade. Mario Kart, I know exactly yeah, what you're about that. to say. It's the VR My heart arcade. sunk because I'm like, oh, you didn't get to do it. Uh, I fuck. forgot. Shit. You grab a turtle and throw it? Yeah. You're driving and shit? It's a, it's a really cool VR arcade, and there's actually a lot of VR arcades around. I saw several of them, uh, and every time I saw it, I was like, oh, well, we'll do that later. And then I just never got around to it. I Even at the amusement park I went to, they had a whole VR section. Like, mm-hmm. VR's getting big, man. You can, you can get it cheap now with, like, Google Cardboard. You can use your phone. Super cool. Oh, man, Ryan. It's, mm. the, it's the Winter Olympics right now in Pyeong- Pyeongchang. It caught me drinking. Yeah, you're taking a sip of that water. It's trying to catch you off guard, man. Remember that... Uh... Me, whoa, when, when was that? Was that when we were in high school? The whole bay caught me slipping. Oh, yeah, was that, was that when we were in high school? That's when old, that was man. A thing? That, that is was super that middle old. school. I think that was I can't middle remember. school. Okay, back, back, back in those early memes, I can't days. remember if that was like early high school for me and then middle school for you or like late high school. No, that was that was I think that was like late middle school for me. Okay, bay caught me slipping. Yep, classic meme, man. Classic. The thing is, like memes back then, you always remembered them. I don't, I don't think people are gonna remember memes these days except for like the big ones. Do you remember the like. It wasn't even a good one. It just became a big thing. It was the kid next to Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl halftime show. He looks, he's like on his phone and looking confused and shit. I saw it, but I, I I didn't keep up. It didn't didn't. register with me. And like, I saw a bunch of people posting it, but I'm like, that's not going to go down. No one's like, are people really going to go, dude, you remember that old meme? Oh my God. He was on some like talk show because of it and stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it was Ellen. It was probably Ellen, yeah. Even though it may not have been Ellen, Ellen usually is the first one to jump on the whole, like, what's the latest she'll, she'll, she'll thing. S- she'll snatch him up, you know? She got the damn Daniel kid, she snatched that was, him up. That was my Ellen impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I think I... show today. <laughs> I wish she spoke today like I will that. dance in cool sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> She has, like, black spirits, like, coming out of her mouth. I thought you were going to say she has, like, okay, black spirits, then, like, uh, was it an animated movie, or, no, just, like, in a, did you ever see Batman Forever, or, like, one of the Tim Burton Batman movies? Mm -hmm. There's the, Danny DeVito plays the penguin, and whenever he talks, like, black tar, like, slowly, like, starts seeping out of his mouth. (laughs) That happened with Ellen during your show. I feel like if that happened, her audience would still be like, oh, yes! Yes! It's like spraying in the audience on everybody. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Woo!" Like the front row is like it's the, the splash, splash zone. zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sea World. They have to wear like uh, like little like tarps and stuff. <laughs> my, my, I think I told this story, but my aunt went to go see Ellen, and you know, like every every show, you know, they give out like something awesome, like not like Oprah though. Yeah, but like like sometimes they've given out like like really really nice like vacation stuff. My aunt went. She's like, "What are, what are we gonna get?" And it was just like pie, or like just, a like a little pot pie. It's just like yeah, it's just like a little pie. And it was like, I mean, I can't complain about pie. It's free. It's free pie, but, yeah, you know, when you're expecting possibly, like, a Hawaiian vacation, you know, pie doesn't... There's no way they're gonna... Is, is Ellen, like, an everyday show or a weekly show? I think Ellen's every day. I, I wanna... I don't know. Does I would love to go on Ellen. thing? She still... She, yeah, Ellen still does it, dude. Ellen's still... Ellen's God still kicking damn. it. damn. Can you imagine being, like, a daily show host where you gotta... Man, you gotta put that face on. You gotta do that every single day. I think that would kill me. How is there enough content for 30-minute show every day i don't know i mean you and i i'm not gonna say you and i kind of do that but like just thinking of what we do now yeah and then translating that into not a live show but a pre-recorded just thing in front of a studio audience where you have to get into character blah 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 because they 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 film them about what six or so hours before they actually go live or is it like four hours or it's, something? It's not even. I think it's like it's like three. two or three. Okay, like it's yeah, really yeah. it's really soon before it goes live. They chop it up. I mean, there's like no room for error when when you're doing that. Like you gotta you gotta get on. You gotta do it. And if you fuck up, it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a. Uh, I don't watch talk show. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I I kind of stopped watching talk shows because they all talk about Trump, and I'm not saying like oh. They're disrespecting my president, my smart president. Donald Trump is so smart. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm not like like that. It's just um, I don't know. It's just it's kind of like uh, hearing the same joke again and again. And I miss the times where it was kind of like a weekly wrap up almost, where they did focus on a lot of other things. But now it's just only Trump. Well, because I think the, here's the weird thing with Trump, and I'm sorry for getting political. Feel free to cut this out. Whatever, I don't care. But it's 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 in this weird spot where you know you 
you don't want to hear about Trump, but then you're then I'm also like, well, if I don't hear about it, then am I just is it just becoming white? What is what is what's playing? Shut up, Joe Rogan. This is our podcast. <laughs> um, little Joe Rogan was in my pocket. Sorry. He just started <laughs> just talking. <laughs> yeah, I had to shut him up. But uh, it's just like, because there's that weird point where there's a lot of crazy things going on with this um, White House. Yeah. And you want to stay up to date with it just because you don't want to, you don't want it to become the usual. Cause then that's what, when it becomes scary, I guess you don't like, want it to be like, you don't, you don't, you don't want to like oh, tune it out and then like, let it become the new norm. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm mainly just kind of afraid because I don't just, I know politics has always been show business, but this is just getting into that weird territory of, um, it's, you'll soon, only get mascots and entertainers and just kind of like popular celebs and shit. That's what I'm scared about. So I'm scared so, about I'm scared about politics. Like I know politics is like this sore subject and like a lot of the times in government is not really taken seriously and like a lot of government people don't take their job all too seriously type of thing. Yeah. Um it's kind of like a, you know, fuck you get mine type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a lot of them. But yeah, I th- I think when you mix that with vanity it's just a scary prospect for what our government could yeah. what, what what it opens up our government and that's be. like what it is right now yeah. and you're like you don't you're like you don't want to play into it because you yeah. don't want to like support that i mean it's good but... it's good tv well it's not even about supporting it it's like what if it's it's i i think i'm afraid of becoming desensitized oh to, yeah to the, so then that becomes the like super normal yeah and then that that allows for the next step to happen because you know companies even do that when they market something. If they, if they like, they market something too strong, they push back, they pull back a little bit, and then they slowly work it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I totally understand yeah. that. There's just something like I, I'm so fascinated by the current like state of like American politics. I, I can't stop watching it. It it is well, it's super interesting because of the it's crazy the polls that have been set up on either side. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I cannot, I cannot. Pull my my face away from the screen with this stuff. It's you're, like you're like rubberneck in politics. I am, I am <laughs> causing a little traffic jam over here. But oh, I'd oh, like to give an update. Okay, on Trump? No, not on Trump. <laughs> no, on something actually cool. My Tamagotchi. While we were away in our company meeting, which happened in the middle of this podcast, came he, out as a homosexual. That did not. No, uh, my Tamagotchi evolved into a really ugly fat. Um, <laughs> It, look at it. Look at it, Ryan. Look, he's got big lips and a little hairstyle. Look at him. It's like a little... It's like an egg with legs and a duck beak. It's like it's like an egg that's cracking. Yeah. It's like a cool design where it's like the beaks out of the egg and the... Looks like a chick, like a little chick breaking out of an egg. Yeah, he's got, he's got big, big ass lips. He's got a funny little hairstyle. It's like kind of slicked back on his head. He's swinging his hips, man. Wait he's... a second. Yeah, of course. I was like... It's like a pocket monster. Wait a second. <laughs> it's an egg, dude. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what tamago means in Tamagotchi? Tamago means egg. You just said it, so yeah. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> it clued me into that. It's, it's kind of like, ah, oh, football's a good sport. You know what's a good sport, Matt? Football. Football. Let me tell you, just tossing the old pig skin around. Why is it called a pig? Oh, because it's made it. Stupid question. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, I answered it as... They skin a pig before every game. <laughs> that's just the... You know, the football's not even made out of pig skin. It's just... That's the name because they skin a live pig. Yeah. It's just for tradition, man. You can't break tradition. <laughs> I was going to say that they staple it, on, staple it onto the ball. <laughs> the, the entire skin of the pig? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a, like a hanging, flopping, like... <laughs> they throw it and it's like flailing behind yeah. the wind. <laughs> That's disgusting. What was that movie? Remember that movie that came out ages ago about like football from the 1920s or something? Did it have Mark Wahlberg in it and he was trying out for a team? I don't remember. No, no, that wasn't Rubberheads? What, was what was it called? Rubberheads. Leatherheads? Leatherheads? Was there a movie called Leatherheads and it was really unmemorable, really forgettable? I'm going to look it up. I, 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 I remember that being kind of like when I was young and I think I went to go see it with my dad. I went to go see some football Mark Wahlberg movie. Okay, um, Leatherheads, two thousand eight. George, wait, is this George it? Clooney. I think yeah, George yeah, Clooney yeah. Was in. Okay, yeah. So this was this was another one, dude. John Krasinski. What? Whoa. Uh, what is? What am I thinking of? I'm gonna look up Mark Wahlberg and find out. I'm thinking what... of radio. <laughs> Did you, you ever play radio? radio, dude? I've seen radio like 
five times. Really? It's a good movie. I've, I've, I saw part of it. You know what I watched recently when I was in Japan? I Sad watched, as shit, dude. I watched some classics while I was in Japan, Ryan. You guys ready? Listeners, you ready for these classics I watched while I was in Japan? I watched Kangaroo Jack, and I watched Spy Kids 2. I watched both of those in Japan. Spy Kids 2 is the best Spy Kids, in my opinion. I have to agree. I think it is the best Spy Kids. That's why it's why I watched it. And, and uh, um, Kangaroo Jack will always be a classic. But, but, but you're... Julie, your GF. Julie, she's like it's just so Amer- it's it's like an American's look into like a stereotypical American point of view of what Australia's like, and it's like exactly that's what makes it so yeah garbage that's why it's so funny. Fun. It's a gar- okay because you see it and you're like that's not what Australia's really like because like it's like watching the Crocodile Hunter and expecting everyone from Australia to be like him. Yeah, I know. Oh crikey, um. Yeah, so I watched Kangaroo. So my my uh, my GF is she's from Australia and she's never seen Kangaroo Jack. So I was like, we have to watch this. So I made her watch it, and she was uh, she didn't dislike it, but she was slightly underwhelmed, I could say. And I was like, why did you not love it? It was why did you not love it? Like I I, I love Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> me too. I it's love it a, so much. Like here's the thing. I think for me. Nowadays, I could honestly just skip the first half and just watch when they get into. Yeah, the honestly, Australia. yeah, like the 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 stuff in Brooklyn. That's eh, it's yeah. it's all right. But as soon as they get on that plane to Australia, I'm having dude. It's laughs all around. Like I can't get enough of it. It's a laugh factory. It really is. But uh, the movie that I was talking about with Mark Wahlberg is called Invincible. It's uh okay. It's based on the story of Vince Papale. Invincible. I love that. Papale. Papale. I don't know. A 30-year-old bartender from South Philly who overcame long odds to play the NFL's Philadelphia Eagles in 1976. That's inspirational, <laughs> man. Dude, sports stories have never been inspirational to me. Maybe it's just because I just don't like sports. But like, like when it's like, he overcame all odds to join the team. It's like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't like sports. Well, I don't like sports in general. I don't, either, I don't like man. sports movies. I mean, I like, I wish I had someone to throw a ball around with. Like a baseball, because like I like playing catch and shit, but I don't, I don't, I don't like getting with my with my with my bros and doing a pickup game of basketball or football. Or I don't either, like man, because I always lose. Yeah. <laughs> like that sounds lame. It's like, oh, you sound like a sort of loser. It's like I just don't like those sports because a I'm not good at them and b I always lose. So it's like, plus everyone, whenever I play with someone, they're always better than me. Um, so I just like I just kind of get embarrassed the whole time I play, so I don't really yeah. enjoy it. I'm like, oh, I, I look dumb right now. Remember, I used to play with uh, just like, you know, little pickup fun game with uh, my stepdad and my two stepbrothers, and then I think like some people from the neighborhood, and my stepdad would be like, okay, so what you're gonna? He'd pull out his hand and he'd start drawing like, okay, you're gonna go like this way, you're gonna go take a right, you're gonna. He'd like, like come up with plays and shit. Same, and I'd just be like, "What do you? What, I don't know what any of this means." <laughs> I'd just be like, "Just tell me the go straight and try to catch the ball." Yeah, I have no idea. And Especially I, like all the while praying that he would never throw it to me. Oh, same. Every time I was playing like a sports game, I'm like, "Don't throw it to me! Don't throw it to me!" <laughs> and then they throw it to me, and be like, "Shit! Which way do I run?" Matt, Matt, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Speaking of sports, Ryan, shorts. <laughs> Are they in? Not yet. Okay. Later in 2018, they will be. I really like jorts, but anyways, go on. Let's let's bring them back. Like, I, wait, you talking about jorts that like go to your knees or like jorts that are like mid thigh? Right here. I, I say, dude, I, I like mid thigh. I, I think mid thigh would look better, dude. I I wore jorts when I picked up Lego for the first time to get them. I, I have a picture of yeah. Me. There's that picture of with, you with Lego with my jorts. with my Assassin's Creed hat and my jorts. Dude, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with jorts. No, I love jorts. They're but comfortable. When I think of jorts, I think of like uh like upper thigh jorts, like jorts yeah. that stop like at your upper thighs. But we weren't talking about jorts. We're you were about, about to talk about sports. I was going to talk about Pyong, Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. The, uh, the um, Winter Olympics are going on right now at the time of this podcast coming out. I watched a little bit of it. Chloe Kim's fucking badass. I, wa- I watched that live when she won the gold. That was, that was insane. And the girl, like, a couple of people before her got a 14. It was it was another American girl, and she, like, went and um she went out and she, like, messed up the first jump, and she just gave up. She just, like, went the rest of the way down without even trying. And I was like, oh, you got to at least try. <laughs> No, because for them, it's all or nothing. Yeah. You can't just try, because then you're just trying for a lower score, and they're they're out to yeah. win, win the medals and shit. So I, I, I can see it, because I'm pretty competitive, I guess, when it comes to video games sometimes, but I could not imagine the world of... Olympics. Of just being an Olympic athlete at a at whatever age you are, just the competitiveness that you have to have, the drive that you have to have oh, to I be know. able to succeed, because it's like... It's kind of like 
my thing is like not just anyone can go become a doctor. You have to actually kind of want it, I guess. You have to put in a lot of fucking work. Not like if you just go and like I want to be rich and become a doctor. I guess some people can do that, but most of the people kind of just quit during that whole process because it is a it's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of just a lot of work. And I yeah. feel like that I, I can link that with uh, just the athletes because it's just like, um, you know, a lot of people can try to become an Olympic athlete, but only so few actually have the drive to complete what needs to be done to actually achieve any sort of medals or anything. Yeah. And like it's also the nerves because like the whole world is watching, yep. you know, you have so much on the line and, and I can only like it's got to be so crushing to like mess up during the Olympics because it's like, fuck, it's like my, my one chance and I. I blew it, and like I don't know if I'll get this chance again. But I mean, still, just even getting to the Olympics is such like a uh, an achievement in itself. Oh so yeah, it's like represent. Well, that's another thing because getting there is really awesome. But another thing that you, that I just kind of thought of of the pressures, like you're representing your country. Oh yeah, you're like, representing your like whole nation. So th- that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. And even though like when when I watch someone snow, I'm not like. They better be representing our country, right? You know, that type of thing. You know how Russia is super just kind of like, you know how Russia is with the Olympics? Yeah. Well, not not right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, the band, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can't. They And, and, I, and I, they were going to be let back in, and then I think a judge like was like, nope. Have you watched the Icarus documentary on Netflix? Is that about the doping stuff? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. So good. It I is a really good documentary. I think you'd really like. You like documentaries. And I shit love documentaries. Like they had um, state-sponsored doping, though. That's like a like a huge deal. Watch the fucking documentary. Like, it's so interesting. It Russia? starts off as something like super simple, and then it just expands into this big arching story filled filled with a lot of things dealing with Russia. I don't want to spoil too much. Dude, they, Russia, like, I'm not talking about the country, but I'm talking about at least the government. They're, they are sneaky, dude. They, <laughs> yeah, they're they sneak into everything. They, like, they hack elections. They, like, <laughs> they, like, sponsor state doping. It's, like, crazy. Look, but, the, but hey, they're, they're doing their own thing. Each country's doing their own thing. That's just Russia's thing. Our thing is currently just being laughed at, I guess, <laughs> yeah. by other countries. That's our thing. Big circus. I'm but, not, I'm not, Cause, cause, tr- it's goofy. Man. Trump's it's goofy. You can't you can't deny that it's fucking goofy. Trump's funny. He's a funny, but not man. like intentionally funny. Not like funny. He's, like he's trying. Like it's like that. Try to be funny, but then you laugh at the attempt to try to. You know that type of thing. It's like it's not a good. It's not a good laugh. Where it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. a, oh no. It's like when you watch one of our let's plays. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, the, I don't know about you, but when I watch, like, I love watching the Olympics. Um, but it stresses me out so much. I mean, that's part of the reason I like it because, like, you're, you're what? Or gay? Oh, I thought you said you're gay. I was no, like, no, no, no. Because I watch the Olympics, Ryan. <laughs> um, because it's only some sports that stress me out, like snowboarding, uh, gymnastics, diving. It's the ones where you have to be perfect, and there's like so much on the line. Uh, because it's like oh, like ice skating because it's so easy to mess up and fall. Yeah. So you're watching, you're just like, ugh, ugh, you're just so tense the whole time, and I think it's really fun to watch. It's just. Oh, it's so tense. Do you, do you like the winter or summer more? I think I like the summer Olympics more. Okay. Uh, just because I like the diving and I like the gymnastics. Okay. And um, something else I like. I don't know. I think they're both pretty cool. Uh, winter Olympics are um, are pretty rad. I like I like watching the. I don't know what it is, but it's like you go down the slope on the skis and you're like on the track, mm-hmm. and then you jump and you basically fly down a mountain. I know. I was watching them, and like. It's the first time I really ever kind of really watched it because when I was younger, as I said, I wasn't interested in sports. I wasn't interested in the Olympics. Yeah, my parents would have it on in the background. I just do my own thing, and it was my first time watching it. They go off the ramp, and I'm like, it's just a jump, and they see who goes the farthest. There's a point where they're just they're like a sugar glider. They fly. They're just soaring. It's so cool. Like I was like, oh, just imagine the feeling of that. I was like, I wish I could feel like that, but I would have to train for years and years (laughs) and years and years, and 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 it'd be so easy just to like. Break yourself in half. Break your legs. Just break your legs. Snap break them. your back. Break your neck. That's the thing. Like I bet if you're good at it, that sport has to be like the most fun sport out of all the Winter Olympics because yeah. you you're flying. Like you're you are accomplishing flight. Doing you're some just, flips on a snowboard too. Yeah, that like, looks like anything. Fun. Anything in the Winter Olympics is fun because you're just going fast, ice skating, whatever. I think Winter Olympics it's have like the super, most fun sports. Yeah, except the oh my god, but luging. Like luge, that is terrifying. Is that the... no, 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 no. That's the sled. That's where thing, you lay right? down and you basically go through like the ice canal and you go super fast. Don't and they someone, have like amusement died. parks 
where they have those things, except they're not on ice. It's uh, you go down on these on a track on a track. Yeah, yeah. So I want to go to one of those. I forgot. I, for, I don't know where they are, but I've always wanted to go. Yeah, to those look like a lot of fun. One, but the the ones on ice, like it's it's the most dangerous Olympic sport. Someone died back in Sochi in twenty fourteen because it's like you're basically. I feel like with that sport, it's all just luck. It's like. You lay down and you go fast, and it's like, well, hope I don't die. Yeah, you go so fast, and you're basically just hanging on. And it's like, if you crash, you're gonna definitely get hurt. It's or not die. gonna not gonna feel good. No. How do you get into luging? Like of all the sports, it's like you know what? I'm going to uh, pursue luge today. I don't know. I, I guess it's weird. It's it, it seems weird coming from someone of the perspective of not even being interested in sports to begin with. But imagine being someone interested in sports and then you're interested in that. Like you're interested in entertainment, but you're only interested in a certain facet of entertainment. Let's plays. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, it's like I, well, get... I mean, like as an interest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like you personally have a specific, I guess, um, love or more love for one thing. Like if if we were to link it to Super Mega. Uh, you have we both have more of an affinity towards music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When some people really love doing really love doing let's plays, and they're like, "Why would you? Why would I do music videos? I love playing games and all this other stuff." And it's I guess it's a difference of just kind of like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like snowboarding. Oh, losing that looks fun." Like as a kid, and then you just grow up, and then it just becomes habit, and it becomes something you really are interested in. No, but I'm wondering, like, how do you get into it? Like, where do you go to lose? And <laughs> it's like. Like, uh, how, who do you talk to to get into that sport? Because I get skiing. You have like, to climb to the top of Mount Everest and then luge down. <laughs> With a, you, you have to make your own luge. You <laughs> yeah, craft you, it by you, hand. You make your own luge going up, and then the true test is if it works coming down. You have to make it using wood that you find on the way up. <laughs> yep. duct tape. Oh, my God. Climbing Mount Everest, like, I, I, I could not do that. That's too terrifying. No. People die, like, every week on Mount Everest, well, every you, single week. There's just a lot of factors. It's not just the cold. There's, there's the there's oxygen. oxygen. It's physically strenuous, too. It's like, it's a lot of, it's slippery. There's crevasses, which crevasses scare the shit out of me. Like, yeah. you could not even see it. And then all of a sudden, you fall 60 feet down into uh, like a Because it's covered ravine. in snow, yeah. like a pl- plush snow. And then no one knows you fell. And no one knows where you are. And you're stuck it's just there forever. And then you're gone. And if you live when you hit the bottom, yeah. then you're really in for you're fucked. You're f- not you're, a fun time. I th- Another thing with Mount Everest is that a lot of people, they can't get over, it, it's it's a lot to do with drive, too. You have to get over the hump of, I'm just going to, like, sit down and rest for a little bit. Because once you do that, in certain uh, circumstances of Mount Everest, then you're just going to stay there and freeze to death and just become really comfortable and warm and just... Yeah, because hypothermia, you get warm before you, uh, like, you feel really warm, and then you want to take your clothes off. Yeah. And then, uh-oh, now you're frozen to death. Whoopsies. Matt. What? Do you see? Do you see that over there behind the dumpster? What is in, that? In in the office. What, what is, what is let it? Let me let me pull it out. Oh shit! Is that what is I think it is? A, is? This a fucking segue. It's a segue, dude. What what conversation are we segueing into, Ryan? Well, I was just gonna recommend a movie because it. I should have seen it way earlier, but I was turned off by it because it didn't look like something I would I would be interested in. But I fully recommend this movie now. It's Lady Bird. Lady Bird. I saw Lady Bird. That's Hank Hill's dog, and King of the Hill. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it when is. you say Lady Bird, I just think of Lady Bird. Come no, here, Lady Bird. I saw uh, the movie Lady Bird. It yeah. was it was really good. It uh it was just kind of I guess now it's just I don't want to be like oh I'm getting old, but I'm I'm at that point where I'm be I'm fully self aware of my just the aging process and how it's going to go and how it has gone and I'm like fuck life is it's been it's been how many years already type of thing like it's been like three years already has been like. Whoosh, I'm like, what? I've been in L.A. for over three years? That seems ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like one of those movies where I think I just kind of connected with it in that way because there was like a mom who's like, you know, super like, I don't know. He's like super uh, wanting to help. Just like, I guess the mom in the movie is like your typical mother figure. So connected with that because you know how my mom is. I know how your mom is. In my business. To all you mothers listening to the podcast. I, how many could there be? I wonder how many just like I don't know. There's some I think there's young moms. moms. There's like, young moms. There's oh, like young eighteen moms, year yeah. old moms. I wonder if there's any like thirty something year old moms that just for some reason listen to us. And if you do, thank you. You're very or sweet. fathers or fathers, just single fathers listening in. Any I'm stepdads sure, listening to us? Hey, stepdaddies. I'm sure that there's at least like like one sixty year old guy who just like for some reason watches us. Yeah, just by himself. And to you, we thank you. That's very 
we we that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they're reliving their youth through vicariously through these two young lads on a podcast. Yeah, and and uh, if you want parents listening, uh, go watch Lady Bird. Really recommend it. It's it's a nice short like little package wrapped up in a bow. It, that's what it feels like. It's just a nice Ooh, conclusive little. St- n- Good feeling story, I like and that. I and I know I usually I'm like uh, it ended with like everything going right. I'm not telling you how anything ends, but it wasn't like a depressing ending like how I like some endings sometimes. I like realistic yeah. endings, which is weird because you'd think I'd want an escape. I like realistic endings too. Yeah, um, I like I don't like when they have to take five or ten minutes to wrap up and show us what the characters are doing after the big events and shit like that, where it's like the wrap up. Speaking of movies you recommended, I did see one that you recommended. I saw three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Ooh, okay. Did you see it in Japan? I watched it on my plane back from Japan on okay. a really poor quality screen with terrible headphones. Okay, but that was my favorite movie. But with that experience, I'm wondering if it still came across as the movie that it was. I really, really, really liked it. Okay. But I didn't get the full experience because I couldn't hear like half the dialogue. <sighs> and then it had Japanese subtitles over the whole thing. No! Um, But... It was it was still really good, and I'd like to see it again because the thing was like with the lighting coming in the window on the plane and everything, mm-hmm. and just like how bright the plane was, the screen was really dark. Yeah. So I couldn't see a lot, and it was hard to hear most of what they were saying throughout the whole movie. But I did love it, and I and I I got a lot from it, and I thought it was a really good movie, and I'd like to see it again. So I recommend that movie as well. So Very good. good. Yeah, it was great. Such a good movie. Sam Rockwell, Woody Woody Harrelson, and uh, oh, what's her name? I bombed on the uh, main actress. I I shoot. Fuck. She was in this movie where she played a butler where it's like, are you a man or a woman? What are you? It's weird. The Shining. Yeah. She kind of looks like the butler from The Shining. <laughs> I do have to say. But, um... <gasps> I, my phone! Oh, shit. One God, other... It's okay. One other movie thing, and I know people are going to laugh the moment I bring this up because I'm saying it again, but Spy Kids too. I forget the casting choices that Robert Rodriguez makes in his movies. They're the weirdest casting choices. They're wonderful. They, they're great. They're great. <laughs> but just like... For instance, like George Lopez as Mr. Electric and <laughs> yeah. uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. But I, I forgot that he cast Mike Judge as like the director of the OSS. And every time I see Mike Judge come on screen and I you hear- You can his, hear the Hank Hill. I, all I hear is Hank Hill because it's like that is his real voice. He's just like a toned down version of Hank Hill. Yeah. So he'll be like, Junie, Carmen. And it's like, <laughs> I, I hear it. Like I what? hear Hank Hill the whole time. <laughs> and he tries to play this like badass like villain character. And it's so funny. Like, how does Robert Rodriguez get these people in his movie? Like, he got Sylvester Stallone to play the toy maker. He got. I, he's loved throughout the filmmaking community. I know Quint, Quentin Tarantino's got, got in some deep shit right now. But he's like, he's good with Quentin Tarantino. Wait, what did that. Tarantino do? What? I didn't hear about what happened with Tarantino. Um, there's the whole thing where. Uh... Is it sexual misconduct? No, it's kind of like his def- the, the one of the things is Uma Thurman. There was a car crash on set when she was driving a car, which she didn't feel safe driving, but he kind of oh. pressured her into it. But the main thing is that on a Howard Stern show, he was talking about how uh, Roman Polanski uh, he wouldn't call what Roman Polanski did was rape. Oh, when Roman Polanski gave a thirteen-year-old girl drugs and fucked her. So I think that falls under the definition that's, of rape. That's definitely rape. That's definitely rape. That's that's one hundred percent rape. He's like, I don't know if you can call it rape. I mean, it's a thirteen-year-old. You know, the, the party girls. I'm like, well, Quentin, what thirteen-year-olds are you? Are you <laughs> Jesus Christ, Quinn? No, <laughs> bad, God, bad, Quinn. That's bad. You make good movies, but but well, Quentin Tarantino has always like this isn't a surprise. It's just shitty He's hearing weird. it from him. He's always been a horribly socially awkward and inept person. I've never liked him as a person. I like his movies, but I've never yeah. really liked him as a person. Just from interviews I've seen and stuff. You've like, seen him like Quentin Tarantino talks to black people. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. And it's like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, ugh. And I remember people were like, and you it, feel me? It's, they're like, it's because it's cause, you know, he grew up in, a, in an urban area. He gets it. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like He's you just listen a goofy, to He's a big, goofy white dude. <laughs> He makes good movies, though. Makes great movies. I I don't think I've not liked a single movie of his. Well, I, I still have yet to see Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, and uh, Kill Bill Volume oh 2. Oh, my God. You got to see them. Those are, like, his biggest classics. They're, like, they're incredible. I watched a – you know a movie I love that I watched recently when I was in Japan, of course, was uh, Lost in Translation. I have never seen that. Oh, dude. Lo- you would love Lost in Translation. Is that a Bill Murray? Bill Murray and, um, and um, Scarlett Johansson. 
I did not know Scarlett Johansson was. Yeah, well, the, I didn't know the two main characters. The only thing I know of Lost in Translation, I think this is the poster where he's like sitting on a bed, on in a yeah. robe or something, yep. like a gold or beige robe. Or yeah, it, the well, the the movie's about he's like he was like a huge Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. like like one of the biggest, and now he's like a like a washed up like only getting like TV commercials. So the movie's like. He's really unhappy in his marriage and his life, and he's in Japan shooting like a whiskey commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to be doing it because he wants to be like doing movies or like plays, but he's doing this, so he's really unhappy. And he's just staying at this hotel, and he meets this young girl, Scarlett Johansson. By young girl, I mean like late twenties, yeah. and she's married. Um, young woman. Then. Yeah, young woman, and she <laughs> he's married to this like I say girl because the age difference between them, but yeah. like she's married to this workaholic photographer who doesn't really care about her, so she's like trying to find who she is and then she meets him uh bill murray's character and they kind of just like connect and it's they're only in japan for like a short amount of time together and it's just mm-hmm. about them like connecting and kind of finding okay. each other and themselves yeah. and it's so good this is nice oh, i also so have to good. see groundhog day i, I kind of i loop those two movies together because i do they come around they come out kind of around the same time when no. like, the bill murray phase where like bill murray was super big this is a little after i think Lost Translation was like 2003 or 2004 okay. or something, but like oh, it's more recent. Then. It's it's one of those movies. I like it because it's one of those movies where it's a it's mainly just a collection of scenes, like slice of life scenes, where mm-hmm. it's not really like it's not a narrative. Yeah, I mean there there is a narrative, but it's not you know Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Exactly, it's more of like there's really. an overarching like character. It's it's mainly just about like the character growth. Yeah, and it's it's presented through a bunch Which of slice of life is. scenes. Yeah, like he'll be like he'll be like swimming in a pool. Or, like, you know, flipping through TV channels in one scene. And it adds nothing to the plot, but it just kind of, like, builds the... The character. Exactly. And it's, oh, it's such a good movie. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I definitely have to give that a shot. You should. And My Bloody Valentine, one of my favorite bands, does uh, a lot of the soundtrack. So it's, like, the soundtrack is phenomenal to that movie. Sorry, when when you said My Bloody Valentine, I just thought of that... I thought you were talking about... um, that slasher three <laughs> no 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 that's based on the original what, what what was that movie called is it called my bloody valentine? yeah it's called my bloody valentine where it's like the guy in the in the minor get up yep, or yep. whatever i remember the trailer like for a that. pickaxe and he throws the pickaxe i Not, never saw the movie it i didn't goofy either. as shit remember when when 3d was a big thing all the horrible horror movies that came yes. out they were like 3d yeah and it, it didn't make it any more scary 3d really just died was freddy versus jason in 3d probably they made like i remember there was a 3D movie. Yeah, yeah. Back in like the 70s or 80s, there was a, there was a 3D movie. Like the first 3D movie, I think it was a a Freddy movie or, yeah. or a Jason movie. Well, I mean, they had my Jaws 3D that came out in the 80s. My mom was telling me how she went and saw it, and everyone got like the 3D glasses at the movie theater. I remember my first 3D movie. That was an experience. That was pretty fucking cool. I think we talked about 3D movies for quite a long time on another podcast. Yeah. But hey, 80 episodes in, I don't remember what we talked about. Cause that's a lot of talking. Who cares? It's, it's. I mean, there's some people who have. They're like, how many? How many episodes does Rooster Teeth talk about? I like. I remember. I've. I've listened to a good bit of them. I don't really listen to the. No, I do not listen to the RT podcast anymore. Cause, just like, I don't listen to. Po- I'm trying to get back in the podcast, so I might clue back in. But they Dude. have hundreds and hundreds, so it's like they they'll bring up stuff that they brought up yeah. before. It's just kind of like I think people tune in mainly just to. Because they they find the entertainers that they find entertaining and, and just something to listen to in the background. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to us in the background, thanks. I, I listen to podcasts for my commute to work. Oh, by the way, for the, for those uh, wondering, what are some good podcasts for me to listen to on drives? I saw there was a Reddit post about like what are some good podcasts, and well, I saw a lot of good suggestions in there. We weren't on there though because I saw it too, and I and I and I scrolled down to the very bottom like, nope. We were on there somewhere. I did. I, I found I did our not name a see few us. times. I did not see us. We were there. I, I I got there like probably like in the four or five hour mark of the post. Yeah. So oh. maybe we weren't there yet. But I I mean the podcast I'm listening to right now um is the Joe Rogan experience and um and the other podcast that I listen to is actually something that just recently came out, it has uh, some YouTubers in it that deal with movie reviews. Two of them I, I watch pretty much every video they release. It's uh it's YMS, so it's like Adam. Yeah. From YMS, then there's Ralph from Ralph the Movie Maker, and I Hate Everything, IHE. Oh, they're doing a podcast together? Yeah, they do a podcast, and I think it's a movie podcast. Oh, that's They've cool. only released one episode so far. It's called Sardonicast, so I'm going to start listening to that. Oh, I'd actually be interested in listening to that. Yeah. I like all those guys. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of podcasts, uh, I we were just thinking about this recently. Uh, it would really mean a lot to me and Ryan if you guys would... 
Um, sometime, maybe go to our podcast on iTunes and maybe rate us, give us a little review um, yeah. to maybe help us out uh, statistics-wise on the iTunes charts. We would really like that. Um, go ahead you, and, and give it. It have to has to be five stars. It has to be five stars. And if you have friends that are looking for podcasts, well, you just recommend them. You know, Sh- share us around if you want. Maybe um, spread us around like 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 warm margarine on a piece of toast. Yeah, and you could even tell people, hey, you know, start. I'd say start with around episode twenty. You know, you know, because certain there's certain I guess uh, feelings that our podcast has because I think at the beginning we were just getting used to the whole thing. Yeah, like it's definitely a different tone now uh, from it was in the beginning, and that kind of I'm like, oh man, because then people go listen to our podcast. They might start at episode one when we were, uh, you know, a different place in life. You know, our tone was a little different, and it's not the same as it is now. And I don't want people to like be turned off from our podcast because of like the way we were in the first like ten, twenty yeah. episodes. I would just tell people just to listen to our recent ones. Like start, start around episode 60 start around just whenever yeah. i mean there's there's, I mean, good there's, ones there's classic there, ones i think everyone should listen to um every uh guest podcast we've had definitely i think everyone should listen to every single episode yes you know what else people should do what go to meundies.com slash super mega to get some meundies i think that that's a great idea and i think that's a great place to end this podcast guys thanks for listening um podcast is on youtube every friday on itunes every saturday um we're trying to get it on Spotify right now. That has been kind of like a really difficult uh, journey. Yeah. Spotify has not really been responding. I mean, it's on iTunes. We're on the podcast, the this podcast app. We're on that the comedy on section. Android. What is this? Uh, it's just podcasts. Yeah, just podcasts. We're, so we're, we're actually on that. I didn't know we were. And if you give us a review and rate us five stars, we can be in the top 100 comedy podcasts, which I think we were for a while. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe we got bumped out, but help us get back on there, guys. Um, thank you so much. Leave a comment on what you thought about this podcast episode, what you want us to talk about in the next one. Follow us on Twitter at Matt H Watson and at Eli Ryan McGee or at Super Mega Show. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.